Hi, and welcome to Business Talk, the official podcast series presented to you by the Success Academy. At the Success Academy, we proudly present weekly episodes filled with in-depth discussions with local industry leaders and business owners. We are digging deep into the many success stories and business advice that made all the difference in their success. Whether you are considering starting your own business or are already a successful entrepreneur, listening to how others succeeded can help you achieve the goals that you have set for your business. Our host, Shoulder Twee, the owner and founder of the Success Academy, is one of South Africa's most successful and respected businessmen, with more than 50 years of experience as an entrepreneur and business owner himself. We therefore welcome you now for joining in on our next podcast episode. It gives me great pleasure um, to welcome uh, Roland uh, van der Balt uh, from Instacom, Instant Communication Solutions, one of our tenants. In fact, they've been tenants of the Success Academy for many, many years. to our business talk this morning and uh, I'm really looking forward to to speaking to Roland and finding out a little bit more about first of all about himself and then about the business and uh, how they can make a difference to our listeners out there. So first of all Roland I must ask you where you're from originally? Yeah so yeah thank you for the opportunity and thank you for for obviously being for me being here today. Uh, I, I'm born in Rustenburg, but uh, grew up in Alstrom, which um, today is called Modimoli. Modimoli, yes. yeah. Um, close enough to the city to mm-hmm. get uh, access to what you really need right. uh, sometimes, but um, yeah, small farming community. Okay. So did you grow up on a farm or? Yes. Okay. So, uh, until I was about 10, we were in town. Okay. And then uh, from there, we moved on to the farm, which has now been, sure, a tea. 35 years almost. Wow. Yeah, so the farm is still there. Mom okay. and dad is still there. Youngest okay. brother is on the farm as well. Okay. And uh, and then obviously I've, I've got another brother, which is here in Pretoria, and uh, also many businesses and many ideas. Right. So they say if your ideas and your ice doesn't doesn't finish up, then you're in the right track, right? Okay. <laughs> There's no reason to stop. So, so your background, Ronan, um, if somebody had to ask me, you, you know, who is Roland? Uh, apart from growing up on the farm, yeah. uh, you're obviously no longer a farm boy. So, no. so we love going there. Yeah, going there this afternoon again. Okay, but um, so went to school up until standard eight. Right. I finished standard eight in 1994. Okay. And obviously, we know what happened in 1994. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad said, with all the changes and everything, you know. Uh, carrying on in a normal school isn't going to help you. Mm-hmm. You need to start businesses. Okay. So, um, and I've got to start working. Okay. So I've, I left school at 16. Right. And started working with my standard eight or grade 10 as they call it today. Right. And uh, I did my matric through Success College. Right. Although it gave me access to different subjects than what you used to in school. Mm. And obviously it's a farming unit, so it's limited to possibilities. Right. Uh, which were quite interesting. So uh, my subjects went into law. I was going to go into uh, being a lawyer. Right. Uh, South African um, law, I've got about three subjects that I needed to do, uh, Afrikaans, English, and then uh, maths. And then I thought it would be great to have um, 
typing as well as an extra you know subject to try that right <laughs> that didn't okay. go off well didn't because it? <laughs> obviously you, you start working so you don't get time to, to yeah. really spend time with all these things about two weeks before the test my, my uh, girlfriend at that stage now my wife uh, tried to teach me to type in two weeks but that <laughs> it didn't work and <laughs> <laughs> um, but from there um, I was working on uh, ostrich farms uh, mm -hmm. out in the Lampopo province had a lot of people underneath my my wing to look after 20 to 35 people at a time mm -hmm. and uh, we were four farm managers so that gave me a lot of uh, access to how to deal with people and mm. how to get the most out of people mm. and um, definitely the starting point of of my career in uh, entrepreneur and and uh, teaching me the basics of life uh, now that that i look back 25 almost 30 years uh, i think people management mm. is more important than the product that you that you actually offer right uh, because that that creates your culture and your success in your business right so um, from there we went overseas uh, for about four years. Right. Uh, worked in the beginning on farms, uh, different farms, different places all over England, Scotland, Ireland, and Wales. And uh, about seven months in the first, well, the, the four years of being there, um, uh, we went into hotels because it started getting cold outside, so you <laughs> wanted to get indoors. Right. And we were in hotels for about six to. 12 months more or less mm -hmm. in and out and then um, we went to Ireland for the last two years and the, the job that I got there was door-to-door uh, -door sales Wow! Um, and that was interesting because you, you're out in the field with a suit and you're literally knocking doors from 10 in the morning you're out physically in the field you start right. 8 o'clock you start uh, warming up your pitch doing your test pitch with all the guys <coughs> around you and building up motivation and then 10 o'clock out till about nine o'clock at night every day for two years and you're building teams and you're doing people management and you're working yourself up as assist up to assistant manager right. uh, with different amount of people so okay. that that's, so that's where your sales skills came from tell you what i think i'm born with it but but uh, that definitely put me on a whole new level when it comes to perseverance mm. and persistence and mm. taking a lot of negatives and right. turning that into positives and thinking on your feet and how do you turn people uh, negative things into positive uh, mm -hmm. type of action so uh, you know that's uh, in the snow and then it rains and then it's it's hot and then the wind comes in and then you feel like an aircon because you, you're obviously wet yeah so um came back started a business in Wombath, mm -hmm. now called bella bella and mm -hmm. um, the same business that i that i had with my mom when when i worked on the farms the last two about six months before i came over uh, to the uk my my mom started a business that sells cleaning chemicals, dishwashing liquid handy, and okay. those type of things. And okay. I was the representative. Okay. Um, so first month she did 400, 400 rand for the month. Okay. And then um, I worked there for about six months. We took turnover to about 40,000 rand a month in six months. Wow. And then I went overseas, obviously. And as I came back, I started the branch of that business in Mumbai. Okay. Uh, I did that for about two years. Uh, interesting enough, and I wrote a book I've been writing a book for like three years, four okay. years. Okay. And every time I read it, I add more things that I remember in my yeah. life. And eventually yeah. we will print it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a work in progress. Yeah. But very interesting. Uh, one of the, the big things that I've learned in starting my first official business with, um, with a retail mm. shop, um, 
my dad said it would take me about two years to break even. Uh, he's very marketing focused in how do you get people's attention. Mm. And, um, and I, I myself was obviously very creative. So I did a big ad, and remember this, it's a very conservative time in 2002, yes. with, yeah. um, especially in a place like, like Bala Bala. Um, I did an ad, full page, in the local papers, as well as on the street polls, and I've printed pamphlets on, in every single post box out there. Mm -hmm. Because remember, there was no internet. Yeah. So, and the ad, half the top off was red with white letters that said sex. Mm -hmm. And just underneath it, I said, now that I have your attention, Mm -hmm. We're now with a new business selling chemicals and all those type of things. So I broke even month one of wow. um, starting the business. Wow. I had a lot of people that came in with good humor in the sense yeah. of they want to come see what the sex shop is all about. Uh -huh. But then in the local papers, I had about three months of free advertising because of people saying that it shouldn't be used. The word sex shouldn't be used in this type of advertising. And other people were commenting saying, mm -hmm. but it's not, it's not prerogatively used. And so yeah. there was a group of people against it and a group of people for it and they were talking about this in the local papers on the weekly <laughs> um, and that obviously created a lot of exposure yeah. for the business so wow. yeah. Um, so sex sells, eh? Sex sells. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was also not very fond of this. Very uh, impressed. Eh? He's very conservative. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think Richard Branson is the, the motivator in the sense of um, really being... Uh, destructive in the market to really get attention in the right right way and sometimes mm. you've got to bite on your teeth a little mm. bit and um, you know you have to be different yeah to get that's somewhere. so true so tell me a little bit about instacom how long have you been with instacom yeah so instacom is an amazing story we we're now going 12 years and mm. i've obviously been there from the start um myself and quibus were one of my business partners we were in uh, in two other businesses at that stage when Yuan Kovis's older brother said to him, "We're going to do push to talk." Uh, we had a construction company and also a cigarette vending machine company, which okay. we did at that stage, and um, it seemed like a great idea at the time. So we sold. We were four partners in the previous business, so we mm. sold the two businesses to the other two partners left, mm -hmm. and myself and Kovis. Uh, started with Instacom with Johan and then Nalus. Nalus uh, Basson was the founder mm -hmm. uh, of Instacom and the technology, the idea behind Push to Talk. Um, and Push to Talk was the starting point of the product suite, which mm -hmm. now uh, is 14 products and diversified underneath the different products um, sets with lots of features. But Push to Talk was the first thing. And funny enough, um, so Yuan came to us and said, We're going to do Push to Talk. And I said to him, Okay, that sounds like a great idea. We'll sell it. Mm -hmm. What is it? And he said, no, we're going to replace two-way radios. I said, okay, that's great. Well, what's wrong with two-way radios? Mm, mm. <laughs> I said, no, it's limited with range and it, it's got a lot of complications in the sense of expanding your business. It, it's expensive, et cetera, et cetera. We push to talk, uh, obviously offers an international communication medium uh, with zero latency pretty much in the sense of communicating with groups or one-to-one -one people, mm. uh, very much used in first responders. So uh, Instacom currently supplies local police services, some of the areas, we also supply traffic, uh, traffic inspectors, and we supply most of the ambulance services that you have in South Africa with regards to communication. Well, uh, We also then diversified into many different industries from, from the security first response um, environment. Uh, we also diversified into things like construction, mining, cleaning, uh, facility management, 
uh, and many, many, many more. Wherever you have a lot of people that you need to manage and communicate with to be able to increase efficiency and productivity that increases in the day your profitability, mm. that's where Instacom really plays a role. So um, we've got uh, companies, some of the biggest companies in, in not just the country, but, but in Africa, uh, like a G4S, Unilever, to Securitas, uh, also uh, companies like Anglo Mining, Extrata mm-hmm. Mining, Harmony Mining, all the big brands kind of runs with us. Uh, but it's not about the products you sell. The products mm-hmm. that you sell is a small portion of the success behind Instacom. Uh, Instacom is based as a Christian foundation and we have from there focused our culture in making sure that we look after our suppliers, our staff members and our clients mm. in, in such a way that uh, you know, our Instacom DNA, I want to say it's, it's one company, Infinite Solutions, but, but you want to add something there saying, uh, make it happen. Mm. Uh, no problem too big to resolve. You know, it's, mm. it's literally a discussion and an idea and we have to put it together. Right. Um, you know, we were the four guys and we didn't know too much about technology starting this mm-hmm. company, but uh, we have employed almost now 100 people uh, within our company and expanded obviously to all the different places. But we've got in-house development, right. uh, 24-7 customer care platform. Remember, we've got people's lives at risk if we don't work, okay. if we go down. And uh, with that being said, you can find me two o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. It, it doesn't matter. There's always going to be someone that answers the phone um, to make sure that everything works. But we've right. expanded from push to talk to access control, which is also used mm-hmm. at Success Academy's gates. Mm-hmm. Proud of that. And um, things like guard patrol systems, um, digitization and uh, automated systems through uh, checklist incidents, uh, live tracking, where's my guys, uh, mm-hmm. panic buttons if something goes wrong can I be notified immediately with a back end that gives you management into the whole platform that li- allows you to see information live as it happens and make wow. decisions when it happens. Wow. Uh, we've had amazing situations where we've, we've been part of um, saving people's lives. Where people find us and said, look, we've got communication from you guys, push talk, but I didn't take the tracking portion. I didn't pay you for the tracking, but we've, we've got this guy missing two mm. o'clock in the morning and uh, we would switch on the tracking and we'll find where there are guys that's been shot at, uh, people that's been injured. Uh, so amazing stories that, that really is close to art for us uh, in making a difference. You know, oh, that's fantastic. To have a great company and a great <coughs> product is one portion of it, but really to make a difference in your community is what it's all mm. about and, and leave, a, leave a legacy to, mm. to whoever needs to come mm. you know, together, you know, make you, a difference. You know what, uh, Roland, I want to tell you that I remember vividly 12 years ago when Yuan and uh, um, and his brother walked into my office and uh, they were both wearing khaki shorts. <laughs> they had just come off the farm, I think. And, uh, you know, th- these two farm boys, uh, I kind of looked at them and they, sa- they said to me, Charles, we want to rent offices from you. We're starting a new business. And... Um, you guys have done so well during that 12-year period. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, yeah, but you, I know that uh, you know, you don't reach the heights that you guys have reached without uh, blood, sweat, and tears. It doesn't. Absolutely. Nothing like that happens no. easily. You know, they say that an overnight success happens. Uh, takes about 15 to 20 years <laughs> but I, I believe that you guys now are all over Africa yes uh, tell me a little bit about Busy. that um, maybe just on the khakis 
it took me about a year to get Johanna Kobus to stop wearing khaki clothes. <laughs> 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 come to meetings. Um, I think never quit attitude is what we've uh, really pushed and persevered into what we achieved. We we're not the the type of guys that will quit. Mm. There's been many situations in the past twelve years that we literally had a discussion in our boardroom saying that we probably have to close the doors by the end of this month. Mm. And uh, it's just putting your head down to it and just mm. making new plans. Mm. Uh, there's just you, you just have to not give the opportunity to have that open door on the back end. Yeah. Uh, that really um, gives you the opportunity mm. to go to next length. And 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 maybe linked to that is you have to employ the right people mm. and support them to be able to uh, optimize in the efficiency to your company. And, and one of the biggest challenges, uh, you know, when a business explodes like this, is always a cash flow problem. Because yes. the better you do, the bigger the cash flow problem no. becomes. <laughs> and so Quibus always says, um, Shoal, um, when he speaks to Shoal, Shoal told him, we have that in the boardroom many times, uh-huh. Shoal told him, we're never going to stop having cash flow problems because we keep growing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last year, with with COVID, we had a, a 25 to 35% growth on both those years. Wow. So we never had any uh, salary cuts or um, or people that we had to retrench uh, through wow. COVID, which was just a blessing. Um, our growth has been um, fantastic. As I mentioned earlier, obviously, in Africa, we've got about uh, 12 countries, which we're in at wow. the moment. But it's not us choosing countries necessarily in growth. It's our clients pushing us into different areas. Okay. So uh, the likes of G4S um, will find us and say, look, uh, guys, we're expanding with you into Malawi. I need another 800 uh, users um, set up and trained. Uh, please, can you assist? And and we obviously always open for, for yeah. these type of things. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got an international business development manager, mm-hmm. uh, which only deals with Africa. He's been part of our team for about 10 years from mm-hmm. the start uh, almost. Uh, Rudy Gierke and he, he's done amazing. So mm-hmm. we grow with the success of our clients. Okay. Um, um, uh, interesting question is, um, you know, why did we choose this industry? Mm. And the reality is that we didn't choose it; it chose us. Okay. Um, which uh, again, we we put that down to um, a, a blessing. Uh, mm. And um, why are we still here? Because we have so many miracles in the company, it's it's amazing, yeah. and so it's a it's a beautiful journey to be on. Oh, that's fantastic! And hopefully, for years to come, and uh, make a difference in people's lives. Oh, that's really fantastic! And uh, your plans going forward? Your new adventures. Uh-huh. Uh, we have to future-proof the business. Okay. Um, uh, South Africa, where we are economically, um, is in a tough place at the moment. And over the past five years, we've started with. Uh, preempting this negative situation that we're in, the sense of deterioration. So we've reached out to dollar-based income streams, and through that, uh, we have expanded to obviously all the different places in Africa, but also to Canada mm-hmm. uh, about four years ago, and uh, almost a year ago uh, to Australia, uh, which is still uh, small steps in in the Australian market, but uh, important for us uh, to tackle the U.S. market. So wow. I was in uh, in Texas last month, spend a lot of time in due diligence to try and, and uh, get uh, less school fees mm-hmm. uh, that you need to pay going into new areas, new markets, understand uh, what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting enough, I, I stayed with one of the Airbnbs. One of the guys that was there was a salesman as well. And I spoke to him, how do you approach the market, etc. And uh, 
a big portion of their reach is uh, starting with a regional branch or, or uh, connecting to guys out, out in the lower levels of the company. And it takes years to get to the decision makers. Mm. So I, I, I went out, saw about 20 companies in a couple of days time and found that uh, that definitely is a little bit of a challenge because the companies are massive. Mm. Uh, they're not equivalent to what we used to, 10 yes. users or 100 yeah. users. So you have thousands of users. Yeah. And so what I did is I contacted the local congressman and his team, his office has put me in place in, in contact with the local director of economic development. I saw them, they immediately set me up with a meeting with director of uh, Chamber of Commerce which I met and um, oh, the people is just so open in the sense of assisting new businesses and helping people to grow. Wow. So um, access through them gives me access to six, 700 companies and owners, C-suite uh, type of executives. So it's a little bit of a different go-to-market strategy mm. uh, in the US, um, but I'm fairly confident that, uh, that we will be successful there as well. Mm. Uh, the product does are you are you going to use that sex ad of yours again <laughs> <laughs> no, no, i don't think so <laughs> I, I, I think we um, you we, might have biden to deal with <laughs> yeah. no, um, is a is a brand that i'm extremely proud of and um, I, I don't want to link things like that even if i do a golf day i don't allow our our um holes to yeah. to offer alcohol we do only okay. water and normal snacks okay. milk and that type of things. so the guys actually come to play golf they don't come to drink yes is so that what you're saying supposed to be yeah. but <laughs> we maybe give them a little bit of a, a sober up station rather than <laughs> than getting drunk but yeah agile. so oh, you know it's um it's a beautiful brand uh, which has got um ethic values that we want to make sure is adhered to because mm. it, it drives and um, you as a client getting good service because mm. people care Mm. And so yeah, so now we've we've been very privileged and and blessed with this company. Uh, uh, every every day, new things, never yeah. a dull moment. <laughs> a lot of fun, a lot of uh, young energy in the company, mm -hmm. which uh, which is sometimes hard to maintain. Uh -huh. But um, your beautiful attitude with most of the guys that gets in, gets involved uh -huh. in our company. So, you know, it, it really has been a pleasure having you know you guys as. Uh, as tenants at the Success Academy, and also being part of this journey that you've you've been on, um, it really inspired me as an individual, um, and shown exactly what can be done if if the will is there. But I, I do want to say to you, although you have good products, at the end of the day, people do business with people, and. Um, you know, if you have the right attitude and you're there to serve, um, then you will always have, uh, you know, uh, customers as such. Absolutely. So, you know, during the time period that you've been tenants of the Success Academy, what has what has your experience been like? Yeah, so that's that's a really nice question to answer. <laughs> it's been amazing, um, and looking at what you usually get. Um, when you when you go and into a office that you have to rent, there's so many other things that that takes your attention away from doing business. When dealing with things like security and is the grass cut, does it look nice? Is it clean? Do, if I have to um, fix something inside of my area, I have to now get an external handyman which access people in risk who's coming into your property, etc. Mm. So, for Success Academy, one of the main reasons why we've we've chosen a partnership with Success Academy. Is because we can focus on business 
and that's part of our success. We didn't have to care or worry about is the security in place, who's going to pitch today, phone security companies to deal with whatever needs to happen in that, mm. that type of thing. It's, it's always been a safe haven. Uh, the fact that we have a real challenge in uh, the power cuts in this country with Success Academy, we have uh, that is standard having generators kicking in if something happens. It means that we can efficiently work 24-7 mm. within our business, and especially when we have people's lives at risk. Mm. We can't take the chance of being in a, in a place where my guns can't pick up the phone to answer mm. a call from a client mm. that needs assistance right now. Yeah. So stability, efficiency, all of that within our company is definitely part of the support that we've had from Success Academy. Now, mm. I've got a really uh, kudos to uh, Success Academy in that. It, it gives me the opportunity to focus on what, what, what we're good at. Yeah. Well, look, I just want to thank you and also Instacom and uh, all the directors of Instacom. It's been a pleasure having you as as tenants and uh, it uh, gives me great pleasure and joy to see how you guys have grown and and I get the feeling that you have you have just started yes. um, the the world is opening up uh, you know to as an oyster to uh, Instacom and uh, all the best to to your future endeavors and uh, may the Americans treat you well thank you so much really appreciate okay. the time Roland, thank you for coming in this morning. The Success Academy has been the industry leaders in prime office space rentals in South Africa for over 25 years. We believe that we have perfected a winning recipe over the last 25 years to create an environment where our tenants can grow to reach their full potential in our prime office box. The opportunities that will unfold to you by becoming part of our community are mind-blowing. We currently provide prime office space to over 500 of South Africa's most successful companies who employ more than 6,000 people and occupy over 130,000 square meters of office space. If you would like to join our business community and take your business to the next level, please do not hesitate to contact us on 0861 555 or visit our website on www.thesuccessacademy.co.za. And remember, if you are one of our valued tenants, please do not hesitate to get in contact with Wilhelminda Toy for any interviewing opportunities. See you next week. All our details are also in the program notes.